Welcome to a new episode of the Upper Room Church Podcast. Let's join Pastor Johnson as he shares another life-changing message. We thank God Almighty for blessing us today, amen, to be back in the house of prayer. Thank you, Brother Parker, for the scripture reading, and thank you, Brother Board, for taking before the throne of grace. Amen. We thank God for all things. Truly, he's good, and he's worthy to be praised. Thanking God for how he has kept us and how he has brought us in these uh, last days. Truly, the Lord is good, and he's worthy to be praised. We just can't thank God enough. I can. I thank him every day. Amen. You know you leave work, you can go home, leave one way, you can come back another way. We just thank God that he's just shielding and protecting us uh, everywhere we go in the name of Jesus. Well, today I want to talk to you just a little bit from the word of the Lord, uh, a scripture that what God has laid upon my heart coming out of the book of um, St. Luke, St. Luke the uh, 13th chapter. God bless you. God bless you, my brother and sister. Come right in. Amen. Uh, St. Luke, the 18th chapter. I said the 13th chapter. That's right. Amen. God bless you. We're using for um, a subject matter uh, the kingdom of God. The kingdom of God. God is God is so good and uh, he's worthy to be praised and we can't thank him enough. So, if you have your word, again, uh, St. Luke, the 13th chapter, uh, we're going to take a look at verse number 18. And as I was studying this on, on, on last night, uh, the Lord dropped this particular uh, message in my spirit. And this is the message of the parable that Jesus taught uh, to his disciples, the message of the mustard seed uh Yeast and leavened. The, my Bible said the parable of the mustard seed and the yeast. That's what it says on top of mine. Uh, the parable of the mustard seed and the yeast. And so Jesus was asking the disciple, he said, uh, asked him a question, uh, what can I what can I uh, compare the kingdom of God to? This is what the message is about all today. The Lord is comparing the kingdom of God to something. And, uh, you know, and I thank God for the parable because it sort of lets us let us know where we are right now. What our church is, where we are with our churches, where we are with uh, 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 the body of Christ. And we, we really need to uh, pray for the body of Christ. I encourage all of you, pray for the body of Christ. Pray for our brothers and sisters, wherever they might be. Because the devil is really, really busy, y'all. He's real busy. And uh, as we go on into, uh, 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 you know, the months and the years and waiting on the return of the Lord, the devil really going to get even more busy. So look at what he's saying here in uh, St. Luke, the 13th chapter, verse number 18. Jesus said, then he said, uh, unto what is the kingdom of God likened? What can I liken it to? What, what illustration? What story? Verse 18. Uh, what story can I uh, uh, tell you all to show you 
what the kingdom of God is like. And whereunto shall I, uh, I resemble it? What am I going to resemble the kingdom of God to? And here's what he resembled the kingdom of God to. He resembled the kingdom of God to verse number 19. He said, it is like a grain of mustard seed. Uh, when a man uh, 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 has took it, he cast it into the garden and it grew. And it waxed a great tree. And the fowls of the air launched into the branches of it. That's what I like in the kingdom of God too. I read this parable over and over and over and over. And the Lord finally gave me clarity on what he was saying. So that we read it and said, we, we, we heard people say, all you need is the faith of a mustard seed. And you know, a, a mustard seed is the smallest seed among seeds. Very, very small. It's smaller than a watermelon seed, smaller than a, I planted a few cucumbers last year, uh, uh, smaller than cucumber seed, a mustard seed, a little small seed, the smallest of all seeds. But when, when it's planted, placed into the soil, it grows and it produces a huge tree. And so the Lord said, what can I liken the kingdom of God to, the kingdom of heaven to? He said, I, what can I resemble it to to help you understand it? He said, I liken it to this mustard seed that the man take the seed and he plant it and put it in his garden and it, and, and it waxed great. And the fowls of the air launch in the branches thereof. And what the Lord is saying in this particular verse what he likened the kingdom of God to is this mustard seed. The mustard seed is the word of God. The mustard seed represents the church. That's what the, the uh, mustard seed represents. And as the, 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 the word of God or the church as it grows, as it grows. And Lord knows the church has really grown. We have churches now that are mega churches. I mean, they're huge. They have grown beyond, I mean, thousands of members. Last time I was uh, uh, following up on some of the mega churches, T.D. Jake's church uh, consisted of 20,000 members. That's a large church, isn't it? 20,000 members. Can you imagine shaking all them hands? Amen. 20,000 members. And some of the other churches, uh, uh, mega churches, have grown to just astronomical numbers. The Lord just blessed them to grow in. And, and I've heard many of them brothers testify, and they said that they had no idea. They asked T.J., did you ever imagine your church would grow to such a magnitude? He said, I, I, I had no idea that the church would grow this large. I didn't intend for it to grow this large. And so here, what I'm saying is that the, the word of God here, what Jesus is saying, I liken the kingdom of God as to a grain of a mustard seed. The word of God, the church, as it's planted, it grows. Verse 19, it's like a, a, a grain of mustard seed, which a man, when he took it, he cast it into the garden, and it grew. And it waxed great, a great tree. And the fowls of the earth launch its branches in it. Now, here's the tricky part. Here's not the tricky part, but here's the third part that we really got to pay closer attention to. As the, as the word of God grew, as the church grew, as the tree grew, the fowls of the earth. And every time you read in the Bible and hear the word fowls of the air, 
That's not good. The fowls represent the enemy. The fowls represent the devil. The fowl represent uh, evil. The fowl represent unrighteousness. And I goes on reading from my footnote, the parable of the mustard seed illustrate that uh, the smallest, it has a small beginning of the kingdom and subsequently developed through the ages. It began with Jesus and a group of committed disciples. However, the visible manifestation of the kingdom grows until it becomes large, organized, and powerful. It will then accept in its branches fellowship the fowls of the air, which represent evil and impostors who take away the seed of truth. Fowls are agents of evil. In Christ's parable, Matthew 13, 4, 19, Re Revelation 18 and 2, Babylon the Great represent the demons and unclean and the hatred birds. Hatefulness uh, a bird. So anytime you read in the Bible, the fowls came and devoured the word. The fowls represent evil, something evil. Now, of course, God talked about birds in the Bible, but the only birds that the Lord really had respect to were, uh, you know, the sparrow. And we, we sang song, his eyes is on the sparrow, and I know he watches over me. All the other birds represented or represent something evil. But the sparrow, God, he said, God, the heavenly father, he, he, his eyes is on the sparrow, and he feeds them. So fowls are the larger birds, and they always resemble and represent, and they are uh, uh, agents of evil, in Christ's passion. And so what the Lord has said, as this church grew, as the word of God grew, as it grew, the branches of this tree grew and the fowls of the air launched into the trees. What is he saying, y'all? As the church grow, as the church grow, and the larger the church grow, one man put it like this, the bigger the church, the more devil's in it. That's all I'm trying to tell y'all this morning. The bigger the church, the more devils. And, 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 and we have to be careful because it's being more and more being manifested now more and more than ever before. A lot of the larger churches, a lot of scandals are coming out on the clergyman. Y'all see what I'm saying? And, 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 and so this is what the Lord is saying. So as the, this seed that's planted in the ground, that represents the church, as it grows, we have to be careful what comes in. People see the growth of it. It's big, and, and uh, people will flock to it. They will flock to it. And you have to be careful what you take in. Y'all listen to what I'm saying? The kingdom of God is like until this mustard seed. And so I see that the mega churches are really getting in trouble. The pastors are really getting in trouble saying and doing the wrong thing because they're not, they, they have to understand that they're very, very attractive to, to the world now because they're so large. You know, when you think about a, a large church uh, 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 like T.D. Jakes and other churches that, that, that attract uh, Hollywood and movie stars. Don't you know the church have to keep his standards? They have to hold to the line and have to hold the standards of God and not lower the line because as these people come in, they bring stuff with them. 
They bring ideals. And a lot of times, all the ideals don't agree with what God said in his word. And so this is what Jesus said. So as the church grow, the fowls will come and launch uh, in, the, in the branches. And they will come in with their ideas. And before you know anything, here the church has got corrupt. And then and now here become not God's church, but a church of the world. That's what Jesus is saying here in this parable. And so he said, uh, as the church grew, as the word grew, it waxed great in the tree. And the fowls of the earth, they lodged in the branches thereof. Amen. Large churches attract uh, people that they track all kind of people, uh, uh, special Hollywood entertainers, actors. And, you know, I often ask myself these questions. Uh, one thing about the church have to hold to the word of God, hold to the line, hold to the standards of God. You know, I see nowhere uh, in the Bible room for Hollywood. I really don't. I, I don't see no room in the Bible for people in Hollywood to be in the church and still act and do what they do and call themselves a child of God. Just, just think about this right here. Now, uh, 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 T.D. Church, uh, P. Diddy uh, is a member of T.D. Church who called him to some kind of scandal. And I, I really hate to get into all the mess that they said they, they into because it's just horrible. It just, 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 just rip your heart out. And but now, how can an actor, just, just tell me this right here. How, uh, uh, Tammy, 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 Faye, how can a person that's an actor, say Holly Berry. Tyler Berry, Holly, is that how it's her name? Uh, Holly Berry. Tyler, what is it? No, the girl, the girl. Holly Berry. Okay, how can she be an actor? It's hard for entertainers and movie star actors to be saved how can she be how can she say she's a Christian when she plays a role sleeping with different men and said uh, she's saved and she's a Christian and she loved God Hollywood don't go in with the it don't necessarily line up with the things of God in the Bible you see what I'm trying to say? So as these people, they, if they are, when they become attracted to their church, many times they may have to find another profession to be a true child of God. Because no way she can be uh, play the role she, she played and say she's a Christian. Because she plays some pretty, pretty slutty roles. And, and no child of God can, can, can play roles like that and say and identify themselves with Christ. And so here is what's missing about churches. We take them all in because they got money and they can put money in an offering. They can, they can, you know, they can really bless a church. You know, they tell me when Tyler Perry went to TDJ's church, he put, he wrote a check for a million dollars. That's a lot of money, y'all. You think we're going to raise anything close to that today? And so when, when these people come to your church, and so we have to be careful when we, when we take them in, we got to make sure that we don't lower the standards of God because of who they are. See, the world has to come up to God's standard, and God's standard don't necessarily come down to the world. So many of them that they really, really want to be saved, they may have to get a new profession. Am I making sense to anybody? Now, do you think 
Uh, uh, somebody said, well, that's just his work. That's just his job. That's just what he do. Uh, 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 now, I remember when we was in, I was in a church down on Shelby Drive. I was assistant pastor down there at that church for three years. And we had a lady that joined our church, came in on our, our ministry. She was a blues singer. She sang the blues. And I mean, she could, she could sing the blues. She had to, most folks, that ladies and men who sing the blues, is, is they, they have the, the blues sound to their voice. And, and when they sing the gospel, it's, it's, you, you know, everything has a sound. Gospel has a sound. Blues has a sound. Rock and roll has a sound. Rock, rap has a sound. Everything has a sound. And so she was deeply rooted, had the, the blues, uh, everything, DNA in her. Even though she sung the church song, it still sounded like she was singing the blue because that was her, whatever it was in her. Am I making sense? And so she was a member of our church, and we let her sing a lot of time, not the blues, but songs because she had a beautiful voice. But it wasn't like the other sister who'd been singing gospel all her life. Okay, but anyway, long story short, I and uh, uh, Bishop had to uh, let her know that she had to stop singing the blues. Uh, it, it just wasn't—it just wasn't the right thing for her to sing the blues at the nightclub on Friday night and Saturday night, and then come to church on Sunday morning. So you know, so she she had really gave give up her profession and and get another uh, profession because uh, we couldn't we couldn't lower the standards of God's word to have a blues singer in our church. Am I making sense? And so this is the danger of the church as they grow. Lord, they're attractive, and these people want to belong to an organization. They want to belong to a fellowship, but but the way they make their money is not necessarily a good, honest way to make money and be saved and be a child of God. Now, do you think uh, uh, Sister Johnson on there let me make a movie? I'll tell her, baby, we just, we gonna be rich. We gonna make a lot of money, but I gotta act out with uh, Holly Perry. What her name? Tyler. I got I got to play this role with Holly Berry, and we gonna be rich. We go we gonna be big time. You think she gonna be letting me kiss all on Holly? It's just it's just a movie. It's just a play. It ain't real. It ain't real. It just it just it just my work. Now you tell me those people that do those roles and play that role with the, the kissing role. The whole, you you tell me they not. They're not liking what they do when they do what they do. It'll be hard for her to let me come back home, amen, and be husband to her. It'll be hard for me to let her play that role. Was, was a, I'm just an actor. I'm an actor. This God gave me the gift of acting. Uh, no, she, that ain't going to fly. And so many times, people that get saved, they got to realize when you get saved, you got to give up a whole lot of stuff. You can't keep doing what you're doing and say you saved. Am I making sense, everybody? If you keep doing what you're doing, well, he's just an actor. He's just a movie star. But you, you, you may have to give up that role and God will give you something else to do to make a living. If, if that's the case, if, we, if the church going to let Hollywood keep doing what they're doing so they can sit over here in the famous section because they pay a lot of money in the church. Well, if they can keep doing what they're doing and they save and they're a member of the church, well, uh, what, 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 what about me? I'm, I'm pastoring. Uh, would it be all right if I just be a pimp and preach on Sunday? 
It's that's the way I make my money. I'm just pimping. Are y'all listening to me? I'm so don't don't pay no attention to the the girls and the lady that I got working for me. I'm I'm a pimp. That's just the way I make my money. But this is what I do on Sunday. So what I'm saying is, when we come to God, we we a lot of time if, if we we may have to look at what we're doing and ask God to to change some things in our life and reroute some things and, and give us a new profession. Sometimes you gotta walk away from what you into Amen. because it don't line up with God. Amen. Amen? And so what the churches are doing, they're letting Hollywood come in. Hollywood's still acting. Hollywood's still doing what they do. And they just got movie stars and actors all in their church. Sure, they're great supporters. Yeah. Who wouldn't have that love that kind of support? Yes. But are we going to be the true church? Are we going to be the church that God is calling for? The Bible says he's coming back after church without a spot or a wrinkle. Are we going to be that church? And so this is what Jesus is saying. And so as the seed is planted in the ground, it grows to a large tree and it's going to attract a lot of things. The birds, they come and they lodge in the branches. Oh, yeah. And some of them will boast and brag about who they have in their church. But you have to be careful. So Jesus said the fowls that came and lodged in the tree. Now look, notice verse number 20. And again, he said, whereunto shall I liken the kingdom of God? Again, I'm going to give you another illustration. What shall I liken the kingdom of God to? In verse number 21, he said, it is likened leaven. I liken the kingdom of God unto leaven. Now, everybody know about what leaven. You heard about leavened bread, unleavened bread. Leaven is nothing but yeast. Uh, I, I, I liken the kingdom of heaven as to leaven, or I liken it to yeast, which a woman, she took it and she hid it, hid three measures of it into the meal, then the whole, uh, till the whole was leaven. Y'all see it? Until the whole was leaven. And verse uh, 22 said, and he went through the city and the village teaching and, uh, and journeying toward Jerusalem and said one uh, and, and then one said unto him Lord are there few that be saved and he said unto them and then went to another parable but he, he said I liken the kingdom of heaven unto leaven and what the Lord is saying here you got to be careful of leaven leaven is yeast that makes the bread rise so he liked, he likened the church as unto leaven we got to be careful what come in God don't want the church to be uh, uh, leaven he want the church to be unleavened in the Old Testament see they were uh, told by God not to eat leaven bread leaven represents sin leaven represents everything that was unrighteous and unlike God that's why when they did the Passover, they ate unleavened bread. Bread that didn't rise. The yeast didn't rise. They ate bread that didn't rise. And so God wanted them to eat uh, unleavened bread and not the leavened bread. So leaven was what was made reference to and symbolizes sin, unrighteousness, and everything that's wrong. So he said, I liken the church as unto leaven. You got to be careful. The church is, the church is God's work. The church is God's uh, 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 organization in the earth. His structure in earth. God set up the church. He said, upon this rock, I will build my church. And so I like the church as to leaven. And we have to be careful that we don't let the leaven come into the church. And this is what happened to our churches today. The churches are allowing leaven to come in. And leaven represent things that are not like God. Notice what he said here. He said, 23 said, then said one unto him, Lord, are there few that be saved? 
And he said unto them, strive to enter in at the straight gate. For many, I said unto you, will seek to enter in and shall not be able. So, Lord, is this going to be a lot of people saved? But Jesus said, look, I'm going to say to you. You strive to enter in. And that's what we're doing today. We're striving to enter in. And when you're striving, I mean, you got to work at it. Being saved is, is not an easy thing. You, you, you got to work at it. it, it, it it's, like, it's like a muscle. The more you work it, the stronger it gets. You know, we, we, we working at being, stressed, uh, being saved now. Strive to enter in. You got to work at it. You know, the devil ain't going to let you just walk up in there like that. I don't know about some of y'all, but I had to fight hard to get up in here. See, it all depends on what you were into before you came to the Lord. Some people wasn't into a whole lot. The Bible said to whom much is given, much is required. And so I had to work hard. The devil had a stronghold on me. And I know he got a stronghold on some of y'all too. And, and, and the stronger the hold is, the harder you got to work. Am I making sense somebody? Somebody, some children, the children that were, that were raised in the church by their mom and parents been in the church all their life and they grew up little in the church, they got it a little easier. They weren't exposed to as much as some of us were exposed to that, that really didn't go to church and were taught God's words and were called, taught right and wrongs and the morals of God. You know, but they got it a lot easier than some of us did. Am I making sense? And so here, he said, he said a, a, a few going to be saved. Jesus said, strive. Everybody, I want to encourage you all, you got to strive. The devil ain't going to let you just get up in the morning and get dressed and come on to church. He's going to give you every reason in the world not to get dressed. Something going to be wrong. The car going to be on the flat. The baby, I, I, you put the children close so many times when, when I was Kids with little Troy and Melody. So many times we were getting ready to go to church, ready to go out the door. Troy to mess the clothes up. Now we got to wait till she clean him up. And I'm waiting, I'm up, so I'm ready to go, and Troy to messed up. He's smelling. You got to clean him up before you bring him in here. And so it made us late for church. And so we had to strive, we got to work at it. And you know, we could have even said, well, uh, uh, we ain't going to go this morning. Or you put his clothes on, he done got dirty or anything. So many times we were getting ready for church and Ken folks came over. Right? We're getting ready to go out the door. Here come, here come cousin so-and-so. Damn, we ain't seen him and I don't know when. And we got to go to church. Couple of times, couple of times, uh, they got the devil got us. We stayed home and entertained them. Then we had to talk about that thing. I told Sosa, I said, look, this ain't nothing but the devil. You know, we got a meeting with the Lord. We done made this appointment with God. And, and, and we going to the house of God. And here the devil come, don't want us to go. We got that thing together, Bobby. And we start talking about And when the folks start coming up and showing up at church time with us, we, we glad to see y'all, but we going to show y'all come on, go with us. Well, well, we'll come back when y'all get out of church. Okay, we'll see you when we come back. We going to church. That's what we do over here. So you got you to get smart on the devil. See, we striving, we pressing to, to, to enter into the kingdom of God because the devil will hold you up every time. Something will always happen. Sometimes you got to lay your clothes out the day before so you won't, you won't get so far behind in the morning getting ready to go to church. You got to strive to enter into the, into the kingdom. Y'all see what it said here? So Jesus strive to enter in at the street gate 
For many, I say unto you, will seek to enter in and will not be able. And we don't want to be one of those ones that are not able to go in. When the Lord come back, you don't want to be the one that can't go in. So I'm striving. You got to move some of this stuff out of your way. Because the devil going to put everything in your way. Everything. You get phone calls. You get everything. I just let it rain. It can be raining when we come back. But don't let everything hold you up. Amen, somebody? So the kingdom of God is like leaven. It's like leaven. And this is what's happening. Leaven is not good, but we want to make sure that we are dealing with unleavened. Now, look at, I'm almost done. I ain't going to hold you long. Look at, look at the book of Galatians, Galatians 5. I'm going to show you something about leaven. And see, and the reason why the church had to be so hard about leaven and things coming into the church these defiles launching into the branches, and we have to be careful. The church got to be real, real careful as we grow that we don't allow uh, uh, certain things that come into the church that make the church not like God's church. I'm going to tell you that we're going to Galatians, but let me tell you this. And see, this is one of the reasons why I really don't like praise dancing in the church. I don't like that. I don't, I, I don't think that's, that's God's way. And we got, we got to hold the line and be very, very careful, y'all. It looked pretty. It looked innocent. It looked, it looked cute and all that kind of stuff. But, but we got to hold the line because we're we getting away from God's word. And then we find ourselves drifting into entertainment. And see, we don't want to go into the entertainment way. We want to just go into God's way. One year, uh, we went over to Bellevue. Uh, Baptist Church. Every year, you know, they have a Christmas singing, a Christmas singing tree. Yeah, and uh, and they got some friends over there that she went to school with, and they invited us and gave us a ticket to come. And we went over there to the Christmas singing tree, and I tell you, it's it's a sight to behold. Huge tree and people, uh, 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 Tammy, Tammy Ray, huge tree and people all up in the tree, all the way around the tree, from the bottom all the way up to the top, the way they got it made. And they just singing songs to Jesus. And not only singing songs to Jesus, well, I didn't see a whole lot wrong with that. But And then they had, they had these ladies that was angels. And they were swinging through the sky. And they had the cable coming down, you know, high ceilings. Cable coming down and hooked onto them back here. And they were just swinging through the air. And they, and they white, whatever they were, white gowns or whatever. They just swinging through the air as the choir was singing their song. They were just swinging arms out wide and Legs stretched out like this, just swinging through the sky. And that she was looking at the Christmas tree, and they were singing so beautiful, and I was looking at them ladies swinging through the sky. Man, she enjoying the Christmas tree, but I missed everything because I was looking at the ladies swinging all over my head, swinging everywhere, and then every now and then one of them looked like they'll come close together. Oh, oh look like they're going to collide. So I was, I was focused on looking at them so if the preacher been preaching the thing, I wasn't going to get none that day because I was looking at the lady flying through the sky. So we got to be careful. We have to be careful with the leaven coming into the church so the church is letting leaven come in. They're letting everything come in now so they can just have church. So this is a way we can grow our church. We can let everything come in. But they ain't going to get no message. They ain't going to get the word. They're going to miss everything. It's nothing but entertaining. And we got to be careful not to turn into an entertainment center. The church got to be church. I heard somebody say, if, 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 if it don't sound like church, it ain't church. If it don't look like church, it's not church. Mm -hmm. 
See what I'm saying? Church has, one thing about the church, church has a certain sound. I don't care what you say about it. Church has a certain sound. Church has a certain look. When I even look at some of the newer pastors coming up now, they everybody want to get away from the way church supposed to look and supposed to be. Even a lot of the young preachers, they they don't they come they don't want to wear a suit to church no more. I've seen them on TV. They they up in the pulpit preaching with blue jeans on, blue jeans on and just a shirt. And not only that, the, the blue jeans don't the, the cut up kind. They cut up here and cut up there, and they just a preaching with the blue jeans on. Can y'all imagine me with the jeans on, all cut up everywhere and, and, and bleached everywhere with, with my shirt on, and I'm just preaching about the Lord. So somehow if it don't look like church, it ain't church. We done made church in God's house so comfortable, so comfortable, too comfortable. Come on with your house coat on. Come on in your pajamas. We just going to have church. But if it don't look like church, don't sound like church, it ain't church. Am I, are y'all, I'm not saying that thing makes sense. And, and, and this is what Jesus was saying. Uh, uh, the church, as it grows, it's going to attract a lot of things. Sure, a lot of ideas going to come in. But we got to make sure the church stays the way God wanted it to be. Amen. Amen. And so this is what he's talking about. The muscle seed and, and the fowls of the air and the levit coming into the church. Preachers got to, we got to be a certain way. Men need to dress a certain way. Women need to dress a certain way. You know, they used to talk about ladies wearing pants in church, to church. I'm going to say something about this. I said this, it's just as wrong for a woman to wear pants to church as it is for a man to wear them. Let me show you why I said that. Because looking at some of the way the men wear the pants now, they're so tight. Man, they pull so tight, you can see everything. You can see where this start and where that end. You can see how many basketballs they playing with. Everything, just stuff too tight. Let me tell you something. That's wrong. That's wrong, y'all. I don't care what nobody said. We shouldn't be wearing these tight pants. And look, and they wear them so high now. Back in the day, you wear your pants high, they would talk about you. Is, is it going to rain today? <laughs> Can you say it, man? Is it going to rain? Yeah. They talk about you. But now it, it's the style. They wear this stuff. I mean, they wear suits. They, they all the pants tight. And they wear suits where the arm, they tight. And they come way up here. And, and, and everything just backwards now. If it don't look like church, if it don't sound like church, it ain't church. And we got to be careful. We start letting that stuff come up in here. I'm going to show you what Paul said in Galatians, the fifth chapter. I'm almost done. Galatians, the fifth chapter. You got to be real, real careful, y'all. And before you know anything, we'll be so far out there in left field, we can't, we can't find our way back to God. You start allowing this stuff, and, and, and it's getting popular. It's getting more and more popular now. But you got to be careful. Look at Galatians 5. Did I give you that? Galatians 5 and verse 19. Here what Paul said in Galatians 5 and 19. 5, not 19, but 5 and 9. He said, a little liveth, liveth the whole lump. 
And so, and what was what he's saying there? A living, little living, living the whole long. A little wrong make everything wrong. You you don't have to have a whole lot of stuff messed up in your church. You just have one thing messed up, and it messed the whole thing up. A little living, living the whole lump. And I was reading in the in the NIV, and it said like this right here: A little leavens, a little yeast will spread through the whole batch of dough and make it rise. It only take a little bit. A little sin will make the whole church wrong. Y'all hear what I'm saying? Just take a little bit. it make the whole thing wrong. A man told me like this here one day. Uh, my, my old preacher, before he went on to be the heaven, he, he was up preaching about a little living, make, uh, 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 living the whole lump. He said, how many flies have to be in your milk before you throw it away? Now, I, I used to love country boy. I drink me a good glass of buttermilk. But he said, Thomas, how many flies got to be in your milk before you throw it away? I said, one. That's too much. I don't want that milk. You mean you going to drink it? Hmm? Y'all going to drink it? You still good? I ain't going to let this good milk go to waste. <laughs> Dip that fly out and let's keep on eating. How many got to be in your food, Tammy Ray, before you throw it away? No, no, no fly in there. It got to be It got to be pure. I don't want nothing in there. So, so the same way about the church. A little living, left the whole lump. If we start allow, if we allow, if we just allow this at church, it's gonna contaminate the whole church. Right. Y'all hear what I'm saying? It's gonna mess up everything. So it best keep that stuff out of here. Right. We ain't gonna have no girl flying through the ceiling. We ain't gonna be fooled with no praise dancers. You know, I, I thought it was kind of cute at first when they when they had the children, the little children play the song and they be acting it out. I thought it was cute at first when I saw the little children. They put their little nickel tied on, their little stockings. It looked kind of cute when they doing their stuff. But then the big grown folks start doing it, and uh, they start dancing all around. Uh, uh, and then I said, "Oh no, I I I, I can't I can't stand that." You know, grown folks they they done took it over. Sat down now. It kind of looking a little innocent when the children were doing it. But no, they're going too far. So if we start allowing these things, it's going to contaminate the whole church. And before you know, there you go. There you go. And so we got to make sure that we keep the church the church. Am I making sense, somebody? Keep the church the church. Amen. Because if it don't sound like church, don't look like church, it ain't. It, we, we we all we I remember back in the days what well, well, uh, the preacher the clergyman he was well respected he carried himself a certain way people in the neighborhood know he was a preacher he was just respected as a preacher now preachers just don't look like preacher nowhere the, the preacher don't wear a hat like 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 me and Austin wear a hat the preachers now they 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 got baseball ball caps on so you a baseball player now huh? And I, I've seen one on Facebook page. Not only had a baseball cap on, he had it turned backwards. Everything just messed up now, y'all. Everything messed up. But if it don't sound like church, don't look like church, it ain't church. We got to keep it, keep God. God, somebody, can we be real? God is real. And he want his people to be real. God want you all as you come in here to, to be real. Be real. Because we serve a real God. So he said, a little leaven, leaven the whole lump. All right. Thank God. Give the Lord a hand praise. I'm almost done. A little leaven, it leaven the whole lump. We got to make sure we keep 
We keep it real. Keep it real. I want to keep it real. Sure, I can, I can allow a lot of things. It's just a few of us. We used to be more. I can allow a lot of things, and this church will grow. I never forget when I first remodeled this, this old brick house over here. Uh, uh, a guy stayed in that brick house. He was a drug dealer. His name was Terry. I know him. I watched him. He watched me. We was over here because he wondered was we going to call the police and turn him in. And, but think about it. You know what? This drug dealer, he paid his tithes. Every Sunday, he would get his little messenger and send his tithes over here to the door. And I meet him at the door. And I come to the door and he said, this terror sent his tithes. I said, okay, tell him I said thank you. And, uh, and then one day he sent a word over here and said, uh, Terry said, he know you over here. Uh, he said, you, uh, he said, he know you, he know you know what he do. I said, go back and tell Terry, say, yeah, I know what he do. Do he know what I do? I said, you keep doing what you're doing over there, and I'm going to keep doing what I'm doing over here. All right? And so what I'm saying is we got to make sure we keep it real, y'all. Keep it real. The church got to stay real. Lord, Lord, make me real. I want to be real. Amen. And so here, Jesus is saying that this living, this living, we got to make sure we don't let the living. This is what happened to the bigger churches. As they grow, a lot of mess coming in. It's coming. We can't, we can't do that, y'all. If we do that, we, we, we might as well stay at home and, and do something else. But I want to be, I don't know about you all, but I want to be saved. Anybody here want to be saved beside me? I ain't got time. I played when I was out there. I'm, 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 I'm trying to really be the, 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 the people of God, the child of God that he intended for us to be. And this is what all it's all about. If I was about to say about Terry before I got into the drug dealer. Here's what I was about to say. I lost my thought. He told me, he said, preacher, I know how to make that church grow. I, I can make y'all church grow. I said, really? I talked from time to time as we were working on it. He said, man, if you would turn that church into a hip-hop church, it'll really grow. I said, thank you, Terry. This ain't going to be no hip-hop church. You know, a church where, I, I, you, I don't know much about a hip-hop church, but they tell me, you know, uh, uh, I guess it, they draw a lot of different things. Y'all, anybody here know about a hip-hop church? I know it just didn't sound right to me. But I said, no, this ain't going to be no hip-hop church. This is going to be God's church. Hip-hop church that probably allow a lot of stuff to do a lot of stuff, but no, we're not, we not going to be a hip-hop church. No, we're not going to go like that. God know how to grow his church. God know how to send good folks in here. They ain't got to be drug dealers. They ain't got to be uh, whatever they are. They, he ain't got to do that. So when the drug dealers do come, we're going to tell them, you got to stop drugging, stop selling dope, and come on, get with it. Give your life to Jesus. You can't keep selling drugs and be and be a a a, a a a good member of the church, a, a child of God. You can't be what God calling for you a drug dealer. If we allow him to do that, we might as well let the prostitute come on in and be a member and just keep on prostituting. Just come on in here and praise the Lord and go on back out there and get back on the street and do what you do and just come to church next Sunday and pay your tithes and offering. Can't have it. But it's the, when they come in, we, they got to get their life together. You got to get your life together. I got mine together. James got his together. We, we all trying to get our life together. So we can't lower the standards because people are below the standard. We're going to hold the standard and we're going to keep loving them. We're going to keep treating them right. Am I right? And hopefully one day God touched their heart and they see the light. 
Just keep praying for them. Somebody prayed for you. They prayed for me when we was out there. And the Lord saved our soul. This is what's wrong with the church today. Uh, the levit and the yeast is coming into the church. And it's rising up. And it's not becoming the church that God wants to be. Give the Lord a hand of praise. I'm done. I hope it says something to encourage your heart. But the church got to stay the church, y'all. Amen. Paul ain't going to be coming here. We're we going we to be the preachers that God wants to be. We're not going to be hip-hop preachers. and We're we just going to do the right thing. Amen. And we're not going to let the world change as people talking about, well, I'm, I'm just radical. I'm a radical person. We ain't going to have no radical nothing. We ain't going to be no radical. We're just going to be old-fashioned. You can call it old-fashioned, but we're going to be old-fashioned children of God. All this new stuff can go on down the street. It just ain't church. It just ain't church. It ain't just me saying it. I'm reading it in the Bible. It just ain't church. Let it go on down the street. Amen. Amen. All right. We thank you. God bless you. Give the Lord a hand praise again. We done, Troy. We thank God for our service on today. I hope I said something encouraged your heart. The church got to be the church. Amen. Lead the rest of it up to God. God know how to provide for his own. God know. I believe, God, that there are some people out there that really want to be saved. They're looking for a good church home, looking for a good Bible preacher. They out there somewhere. And one preacher told me, Bitch Frazier, he's going home be with the Lord. They're going to be with the Lord. He told me, He said, Thomas, keep the doors open. Somebody going to stop by. So I'm going to keep these doors open. Somebody going to stop by and see what we're doing up in here. Amen. Amen. Somebody going to stop. Just keep the doors open, Jane. God bless you. We thank God for our service on today. Amen. We're going to give. Thanks, Pastor Johnson, for another amazing message. Make sure to join us next week for an all-new episode of the Upper Room Church Podcast. Until then, remember, encounter Jesus, echo hope, and dwell in love.